Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode eight of the Put the Stress Down podcast. It can't rain all the time. In this episode, we talk about taking the power back, you know, from predators and people that exist solely to prey on the weaknesses of others. And I think we oftentimes get in relationships and we feel trapped or we keep waiting for things to get better and expecting this person to change when they're not going to. And it's not always romantic, you know, as you'll hear, it can be friendships, it can be business partnerships, it can be, there's just people around that aren't good for you that we've convinced ourselves that they are. And so you need to take that time to really reflect to say, is this person here for me? Or am I just here for them? So we talk about that. And we talk about taking ownership and just, you know, really trying our best to handle our emotions and to take control because for so long I think so many of us have just given in to the demons and allowed ourselves to behave out of character. So we'll talk about that and and just getting better, you know, because that's the ultimate goal. And so I hope you enjoy this episode. I put a lot of work into it as I do every time. And we really thank you so much for listening. So we will have that for you right after this ad. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back once more to the Put the Stress Down podcast. We appreciate your time and we thank you for listening. As we begin to wrap up season one and work on season two, we will continue to make changes and continue to improve in any way we can. And change number one will come with the numbering of the episodes. I understand it has been confusing with this being episode eight, but there's like 18 or 19 bonus episodes it's getting a little nutty so i think for season two we're just going to number it straight through so that it'll be easier to find you know an episode that you want an episode that you want to share or your episode if you've been on the show and kind of lessen some of that confusion so always looking to get better always looking to improve we do want to thank you for continuing to listen it means the world to us every single listen counts you know we do not take any of them for granted we appreciate them all and we hope we're doing some good you know we really really do because that is the ultimate goal of this show is to do some good is to do some healing and you know not to compare lives and say whose was worse and who's been through more tough shit not any of that no it's to heal you know what i mean to share to to let people know like look we all go through this we've all been through things that we never talked about and so it's a good platform for that and i believe it's doing a lot of good so we thank you guys for listening it really does mean a lot to us we want to thank you for supporting the brand for supporting extended family in the way you have it has been incredibly humbling to to say the least to release these drops and have them sell out the way they have it has been unlike anything we've experienced before and it comes with a lot of added work you know it's a lot of responsibility and it's a lot of things to keep track of and it's good and it's a learning experience for us and and it's all going to continue to help us build a better future you know and that's exactly what we're doing and we're trying to set a good example for the next generation to come and just to spread our message of positivity and love in any way we can whether that's through apparel whether that's through this podcast through whatever through whatever we do we want to make sure that we're always doing our best to make the world a better place so we thank you guys. We love you very much. Shout out to the team for all the hard work that they put in. My wife for keeping track of the numbers. She's a whiz. There's no way I could do it. And, you know, we're coming for more, you know. So stay tuned and make sure you're paying attention because when they go, they go. So thank you guys. We appreciate you. 
Uh, one last shout out to my boys in the Slip the Jab podcast. Uh, you know, I, I always talk about them, and there's a reason for that. It's because they're good at what they do. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and there's a lot of different levels. And, and in their time, they have managed to sit at the top, you know, for me. And it's just you can you can tell the work that goes into their show and you appreciate it you know because they're creating content that they know people enjoy and they're taking the time to work on it and to put the time into it to present it in a professional way and it's they're really killing the game right now so shout out to them for 50 episodes they've been great to us they have helped us so much they have been open and just so great with us and and I could not ask for better dudes i mean i've become close friends with them but at the same time like I'm still a fan of their show and I'm still excited when a new episode comes out and I'm looking forward to working on an episode with Lino P. It's going to be something major. So well, that'll be coming for you guys soon. I'm excited for that. Shout out to them. Lino Ian, proud of you guys, man. Continue to kill it. So you guys, you know, the last few episodes were really heavy, you know, really heavy. And so I want this one to be a little bit lighter. You know, I still want to get into the mental health world but i just want to take a step back you know from from the darker side and i don't want to give the impression that it's all doom and gloom but i also don't want to pretend like it's not what it truly is you know because that would be doing you a disservice and that would be nullifying this whole thing if i'm not being exactly honest with you but at, you know there's some dark times and if nobody is talking about it then the knowledge and the understanding will never be shared, you know. But at the same time, I need to step back sometimes because I do open myself up and I do explore areas that I haven't explored in quite some time, and it takes a lot out of me. And the last two episodes, you know, they took a lot out of me. So I didn't want to go there with this one because it's it's just it's taxing, you know, and I need time to to build up and, you know, we're still going to be in that same space you know it's always going to be mental health but depending on what i'm going through and mentally where i'm at you know it's going to dictate how the episode's going to be so i thank you guys for understanding that and i hope you still enjoy the episode you know again it's not i'm not here to oh what can i do how can i wow them it's not about that you know what i mean but at the same time i do want to give you a good show i want to let you know that I value your time and that I do put the work into this regardless of, of, you know, which direction the episode goes. But this one's going to be better, you know what I mean? I want to talk about getting better and what I did to get better and some of the pieces of the puzzle that I, that I had to move around in order for the healing to begin, you know. And when I decided to get better, it took a lot of self-reflection and I had to come to terms with the fact that I needed help, which is the hardest thing I think any human being can face and any human being can admit. And I don't know a single person that's fine admitting that, 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 you know, is quick to be like, yeah, I'll take help. Yeah, I need help. It's, it's just not how we're built as human beings, most of us anyhow. And even after realizing like, yeah, I need help, you know, you have to ask yourself, why, why do I need help? Do I love myself anymore? Do I care about myself anymore? Because I haven't gotten help to this point. I haven't cared at all. So why should I care now? But when you get to that point, and you do care, it, it's life-changing, I'm telling you. When you do say, look, 
I can't do this no more. This is too heavy. I've carried it too far. I am not capable of carrying this any further. It's an entirely different world. It's a whole new planet. But you have to come to a place where you love yourself again. That's the secret to the foundation is loving yourself. Not thinking, oh, if I just find the right one, everything will be perfect and everything will change. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. It's wildly incorrect, I'm telling you, because that's what I thought. And I searched far and wide for the one who was going to fix me, who was going to make me better, who had the answers. And it was all pointless until I found that love in myself, which I did. But whether you've been to war or, or just life in general or something traumatic, anything traumatic, and you feel devalued and something's happened to you that has devalued you and so someone comes along and treats you not the best you we fool ourselves into thinking you know well that's that's okay you know because i am who i am and that's all right you know and our worth lies in, in the way others treat us and it's not it's not at all where it lies your worth comes from within The desire to live and to not just live but live well comes when you've had enough of being beat down, enough of giving in, and you're ready to fight. I don't think you ought to be doing this to yourself, Andy. This is just shitty pipe dreams. I mean, Mexico is way to hell down there, and you're in here, and that's the way it is. Yeah, right. That's the way it is. It's down there, and I'm in here. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. Get busy living or get busy dying. There's two choices. That's really what it is. And yeah, that's a movie from a book, whatever. But those words... When I heard them, in the moment I heard them, changed my life. And it reminded me that I can sit here in filth and trash and empty alcohol containers and rot. Or I can get off my ass, dig through those walls, and come out the other side a free man. And we, you know, we spend this lifetime of being mistreated. So when you find someone who's, oh, you're amazing and you're wonderful and you're everything. And, you know, th you, you buy in hook, line and sinker. You can't tell me nothing. This is it. This is my boo forever. It's not always the case. And we talked about triggers in the last episode and how people can be triggers. And I want to get deeper into that and remind you guys that people who care about you truly do exist. And I know that's hard to hear. But it's a fact. There are people that specifically look to target you. That know 
you've been through something. This person's been through something. I could see it in them. How can I use that to my advantage? These people exist. And we try to pretend that they don't. When you say prey on somebody, what mm -hmm. do you mean? Um, so the way it would work for me is um, I'll speak to someone. I won't really tell them much about me. They'll tell me about them. And then once they tell me about them, I'll kind of form a, a personality. I'll exaggerate certain features about my own personality to match what it is that they're looking to see. Um, and then once I once I get my goal, whatever that goal is, then I'm kind of I'm done with the situation and then I move on. And you hear that. Pray. The word pray, it's such a visceral word. It's just it makes you uneasy almost because it lets you know there's a victim. You know what I mean? Someone is about to be manipulated. Someone's being stalked and made to feel a certain way and go on with their day feeling like they're loved and it's all lies. And it's not just romantic either. You got to understand there's people that will take advantage of other people any way they can. And that's the point. Of, that's what I'm trying to get at here. If you want to get better, you have to understand who's around you. You have to understand that lying and manipulating people is a power rush for some people. And when you don't realize your self-worth, you better believe the predators are going to sniff it out and they're going to get to you. Um, you know, it's not necessarily a thing where you're going to be, there's going to be physical violence or, you know, you're going to be hurt or anything like that. But if that person doesn't have insight as to how their actions actually affect other people, um, I would say the likelihood for, you know, you being manipulated, even if it's in a small way, um, is going to be very high because most people with, uh, you know, sociopathic tendencies, they're not going to always formulate super grand schemes to take advantage of people. Um, sometimes it would just be, you know, I'm looking to get lunch today. Uh, so let me manipulate this person over here so I can get $10 and go get lunch. So you see that? I mean, it's not always about romantic. There's people around you that are just leeches, that are sponges. They'll take, take, and take. But when it's time to give, they're nowhere to be found. Nowhere. You have to get away from them. Because they don't care. You've smiled a few times in this interview. Yeah. Is that something you tell yourself to do to make me feel more comfortable? Yeah, I smile a lot. You know, especially if I'm... Uh... If I'm in regular conversation, you would have seen me on the street. Yeah, I'll be smiling a lot. It disarms people. You know, it makes them more comfortable. Do you have the capability of feeling empathy for others? Not in the same way that an average person would. So say, for example, if someone came up to you and they told you, oh, you know, my grandma just died last night. Um, you may feel intrinsically sad when they tell you that. Uh, you know, you may, you may feel sensations almost as if your own grandmother passed away. For me... It's not like that. I, I won't say that I don't care. That's harsh. But it doesn't make me sad to hear that at all. So instead, what I'll have to do is I'll have to logically understand that, okay, this is an event that people people typically get sad at. Um, so I would have to find words of confidence to give them. You know, I'm sorry that happened to you. I know that must be hard. Is there anything I could do? Would you like to talk? Things like that. 
it's kind of disturbing to, to listen to, to hear this, you know, and again, the, if you're listening and you're wondering, you know, what are you getting at? You know, what, what, what is this that, that you're trying to, to express? What I'm trying to express is that a lot of us in, in I want to say again, and not to pigeonhole or anything like that, but in my generation, late thirties, kind of late twenties, a lot of us have put our stock in other people and a lot of us have been destroyed and really badly damaged by other people. And, and that affects you in ways that you may not understand, that you may not always know, but more importantly, that you may not always see. And you may not always understand that as much stock and as much of you as you put into someone, they reduce you to a simple transaction. So I want to make sure I'm interpreting interpreting this correctly. It's almost transactional. You see that they have personality traits that will benefit you, mm -hmm. but then you also want to do things for them to keep those personality traits around because you know in the long run that's more beneficial than not having that person around. Exactly. exactly. It's almost like a math equation. Yeah, I would say I would I would agree with that. It kind of is like a math equation. Um, so you know, I would say I, I would say there's definitely. Like anybody else, some people I, I like a little bit more than others, mm -hmm. of course. So some people I would try a little bit harder. But yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. It is a transactional thing for me. And that's crazy. A transaction, a simple transaction. Your life, your love, all your hopes and dreams. So many of us had put that all on one person. Or gone to bat for someone we think is a ride or die. All my stock. This is my dude. But they'll reduce you to a simple transaction. Thank you. Come again. And they're never sorry. What would you say to the people you've heard in the past? I would say I wouldn't even say that I hope you can forgive me. I would say it's more so I hope you can forgive, you, forgive yourself. Um, there's not anything wrong with you. Um, you are still perfectly fine as a person. Um, and I would say basically, I won't say don't take it so personally, don't, but don't look at it like, you know, there's something wrong with you. You know, it, it was something that was wrong with me, basically. I wouldn't say forgive me. I would say forgive yourself. There's no remorse. And as you hear, some people don't even know how to say sorry. He's saying things again that sound okay, like he said before. But there's no remorse. And it's wild to listen to him speak and sound perfectly fine with the way he's treated people. The lives he's played with and the remorse that he lacks. And if you're not careful, these people will drag you down. And it don't matter how long they've been around. It don't matter what they are supposed to do or, or what you're supposed to do for them, whatever. If they're negative to you, you need to distance yourself. Because these people will take and take. And I'm not talking about physical and your money, which they will. I'm talking about your mental health. 
And this man, you know, he sounds self-aware. He He's come to grips with who he is and what he's doing, and he's saying it openly. And, okay, kudos. You know, I give him credit, but it doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any better what he's done and what he's doing just because he can say, hey, well, this is why I do it. It's still terrible. And this is what he's come to understand through a diagnosis and through therapy and things like that and he's very self-aware and on the flip side of that how many people are out there not diagnosed doing the same things he's doing and not even aware that they're doing it and how many of you are out there falling for it a big part of recovery is getting rid of as much toxicity in your life as possible. Especially people. You know, relationships are hard work. There's a difference between a real relationship and someone that's playing you. And, you know, my wife and I, we have disagreements and we go at it and we have blowouts sometimes. You know, it's just what it is. But that's because we're building a life together and, you know, there's bumps in the road and disagreements, but they're few and far between. I can honestly say that. It's, there is no, she's not, she doesn't fuck with me just to fuck with me, to get me mad, to get me upset. None of that. She never would ever do that, would never prey on my vulnerabilities. She would never do anything like that. There's a big difference between arguing over the life that you live and someone fucking with you mentally and taking from you, knowing full well what they're doing. You have to recognize that. If you do not, it will kill you. You need to understand who is there for you and who is there for themselves. Learn to surround yourself with like-minded people. Learn to embrace love, man. Learn to, to understand that you deserve love. Because, again, we forget that. We get uncomfortable when we get compliments. Why? Embrace them. You know, accept it. Accept that you're beautiful. Accept that you're an amazing human being. Accept that people can value you for real. So stop wasting your time on someone that doesn't, whether that be romantic, friendship, business, whatever the case may be. It's time for you to break free. It's time for you to take it back. It's time for you to stop saying soon, stop saying tomorrow, and say right now.
got to start sometime. You have to start sometime. You have to quit accepting defeat. Quit saying, this is what I deserve. This is what I'm worth. Stop that shit. Once you ask for help and you receive it and you're open to it, so many more doors will open for you. I guarantee you that. When you become more comfortable and accepting of the fact that despite thinking all these years that you had all the answers, you don't. And if you open yourself up to learning and embracing other points of view, it opens up an entire new world. What are you going to have to say for yourself when it's all said and done and it's the end of the road? What are you going to leave behind? What stamp are you going to leave? The stamp of defeat or a stamp of victory? It's victory for me. You know, and, and it's not always. I don't know. I'm not always in this mindset. But these days I am more often than not. And that's a good thing. Another big part of the healing process is ownership, you know, and I don't, this isn't just an episode to slander someone and say, oh, well, it's all everyone else's fault. Not at all. Not at all. A big part of this as well is ownership, you know, understanding where your shortcomings are and not shortcomings that are imposed by anyone else, but where you feel, hey, where, where am I lacking? What can I do better? What, what could I have done in that situation to handle it? And be comfortable saying, I was wrong. It's a very hard thing to do. But as of late, I've been wrong quite a bit. And I've had to take a step back and understand that I was wrong. Nobody on this earth likes admitting that. But guess what? If there's two of you in a conversation and you're both pissed, someone was wrong. And even if it's all said and done and I didn't feel my thinking was wrong, I still felt right. If I reacted in an aggressive way, if I attacked that person, if I got personal with it, you know, we've all been there. I was wrong. Regardless of the situation, regardless of the subject, regardless of whatever it was. For reacting that way, I was wrong. Because I didn't need to do that. And if you're a vet and you're listening and you have episodes and they turn violent, not necessarily against people, but in the house and you break things, 
and you smash things and you scream and yell and you punch. You know, you didn't need to do that. Because you don't need to cause more trauma. I am not that man from that, those clips that we listen to. And you are not either. And I want you to put yourself in those shoes the next time you feel like going crazy. And consider what that looks like from their angle. And try your best to pull back, to rein it in. Be upset. That's okay. You can be upset. But you don't have to erupt. You don't. What does that sound like to a toddler who loves you? To a young girl who doesn't understand what's happening? They're going to remember that. They're not tough like us, and I use that term loosely, but you get what I'm saying. They're not war dogs. They're not, oh, they can handle it. They're not. They're civilians. They're your family. And they love you. And they need you. So you need to come home. You need to come all the way home. And I know it's easier said than done. But if you take these steps and try to remember these things as you go, in those moments, it will make a difference. I actively work on resisting. On not hitting myself. On not screaming and yelling and trying to control that. To put a lid on that. Because I have let it fly far too much. Way more than I'm proud of. And I cannot continue to do that to anyone else and you can't either nobody deserves that nobody deserves to see that to go through that to walk on pins and needles it's tough it's tough for me because I'm thankful you know I'm thankful that my wife is very careful and tries to make sure that she doesn't do things to trigger me. But at the same time, it's like, damn, I don't want that. I don't want for her to have to feel like that, to be scared that at any second my top's going to blow. And so I work on that. I recognize that I have that issue. And I've worked on it. And that's how I've gotten better. And that's how you will get better. Yes, it still happens. But I'm trying my best to be more in control, more cognizant of the lives around me, and not just mine. Because I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a guy that only cares about how I feel and am not concerned with how anybody else feels. It's not okay. It's never okay. I'm doing my best, you know, one day at a time, one day at a time. That's all we can do. 
and I'm in a great place, man. I'm in a really great place. And I'm telling you guys, you know, things are good. Of course, I have a wonderful life. I'm incredibly blessed. But it wasn't always this way. I sat where you're sitting right now. I lived on no fucking dollars a week. I went to bed hungry nights because I could not afford food. I did all that. I did it. I thought that I was going to do that for the rest of my life. But when I said, I need help, everything turned around. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful to host this show, to have conversations with, with my friends and for them being as open and honest as they are, it means the world to me and it's going to do a lot of good and it's going to heal some people and it's going to help them to know that they're not alone. And that's why we do this. That's why we'll always do this. You know, I just want to continue to encourage you to remind you that it does get better. It will get better. It sounds cliche, but why are cliches cliche? Because they've been said over and over and over and over. And this one remains true. You will get better. Things will get better. If you work on them. And that's what I did. You know, one of the biggest steps, like I just went over, was getting rid of toxic people. People that had convinced me that I needed them, that I would be nothing without them. Those people don't exist to me anymore. I've taken my life back, and I'm happy. I'm happy with myself. I love myself. I love my family. I love this life. And I never thought that I would be in a place to say that. But it's incredible to wake up every day, to be happy I'm alive. And yeah, some days are harder than others, you know. We've been over that. But for the most part, every day's a blessing, man. And I'm thankful. Truly, truly thankful. I'm thankful to all of you for the help that you continue to provide by listening, by sharing. By trying to understand, you know, trying to understand that the mind is fragile, man. It's really fragile. And we're not experts. We're not anything. We're normal dudes, men and women. And we're carrying this heavy thing, this wild disorder that there's no cure for. But like you hear in the song, what are you going to do? Sit around and cry about it and just wonder what you could have done? Or are you going to get up and take action? That's what I did. That was the only road for me. That was the only option. Success was the only option. Otherwise, I was going to end up dead. That doesn't work for me. 
or anybody else in my life. And remember that to anybody that's in that dark place. Anybody. If you're there right now, I'm telling you, do not give up. Please. The tidal wave of hurt and pain and misery that it would cause would change the world. We need you. We want you here. Keep on fighting. I guarantee you it will get better. One of the main reasons I started this show was because I talked to people and I would talk to people at length and I was noticing a theme, you know, and that was that a lot of people were hurting and a lot of people felt alone. And it's been my hope through the conversations that we've had that you're beginning to understand that you're not. And again, I thank these people for taking the time because, you know, we, we put it out, you hear it, it's the end of the story. But it takes a lot for these people to come on here and share these things. It takes them preparing to, to be in the mindset to talk about things that perhaps they've never told anybody. Let alone saying it on a recording for everybody to hear. But they're doing that. They're doing that for you. And it means the world. It means the world to know that they're trying to help heal. Because that's what this is all about. And that's what I want you to understand. Is that it's, it's not easy. We're not here to say, hey, well, once we've cracked the code, it's all easy. No, it's not. Very hard. But if you take the right steps... You can get a little further and a little further. Knowing your worth is an important thing. It gets lost over time. I don't know why. You know, I don't understand how the brain works. I don't understand why some days you feel good and some days you feel bad. I don't. But I understand that if you work at things, if you work hard at things, you'll get better at those things. And you can't just say, oh, I need help. You know, yes, admitting you need help is tough. But you also need to go get help. And I encourage you to do so. Again, I did it. It was terrifying. It was hard. There were things along the way where if I just wanted to fake it or make it a charade, I could have. But I didn't want to do that. I took it seriously. I went and I got help. I went to rehab, I put the bottle down 10 years ago because I knew there was no more games. There was no more time. It was either put it down or let it kill you. Get busy living or get busy dying. You'll hear it a million times throughout this podcast, I'm sure. Because it's such a powerful and strong theme for me. Such a driving and motivating factor for me every day. You know, when I feel like I can't get out of that bed. I can't lay there and die. I've got to get up and live. 
and it's opened so many doors, like I said before. It's given me the ability to communicate openly, to really try to be clear and concise with what I have to say and do my best to not jump to conclusions. Again, I fail, I stumble, but there's a sense of clarity. There's a sense of understanding, of understanding others that I didn't have before because I was filled with so much hate and discontent that I just didn't care for anybody. But through getting help, through talking to people, I've been able to change that. Again, I understand. I've made peace with the fact that this is most likely forever. There's no expiration date that I know of. There's no cure. There's just different methods. There's different recipes that you can try to use to help yourself get through the day, every day. But if you don't try those things, if you just give up, if you just roll over and accept defeat, you cannot get better. You will never get better. You're going to cause more pain. You're going to do more damage. You're going to cause more trauma. And you know it. You can't lie and pretend you don't know. You cannot lie to that mirror. I've tried. I've tried a whole bunch of times. You can't. Be real. Like I said, come home. You're not out there no more. Life may have seemed easier out there, but this is where it's at. Home with your family. I know there's bills. I know there's responsibilities. All the things that you didn't have to think about when you were out there. They're here. Tough shit. Adapt and overcome. That's what we do. We did it out there. You can do it here. I know it's hard. I know all you want to do is be back in the suck, laying down bodies. I get it. Everything was easier there. Everything was simpler there. But that's backwards thinking. It just felt safe because that's all we knew. But if you want to get better... You've got to let that go. You've got to quit thinking, hey, maybe one day I'll find a way back. You're not. And you don't need to. We need you here. Your family needs you here. And they need you all the way here. I'm so blessed. Again, my, my life has gotten so much better since I took that leap since I came to a place of recognition where I can say I made this mistake I'm sorry I was wrong I'm sorry and truly mean it and truly understand why I was wrong as opposed to previously when I was untreated and I was treating people awful and I didn't care and I was 
that guy in those clips. What can I get from you? I'm sizing you up, trying to figure out what I can do. How far can I take this until the jig is up? And it's a terrible way to live, you know, because you're wondering, do they know? Have they caught on? Do they know yet? And as soon as you catch that whiff that they do, you're out of, you're out of there. You're gone. Wash and rinse and repeat. And it's awful. And again, I'm not proud of it. But it's what we did to try and fill voids, to try and avoid facing these things head on. We just continued to allow our trauma to cause more trauma. And that has to stop. I really hope that this is connecting with somebody, that this message means something to you. I am not an expert. I am not a man that claims to have anything figured out. But I care about you. And I wouldn't if I didn't care about me. You have to learn to love yourself again. To smile and mean it. To be open. To the right people, of course. Tread lightly. Because you don't know. You know, the man you heard in those clips, he's not going to announce himself. These men and women do not advertise what they're doing, what they're after. The damage they're looking to cause. So tread lightly. Be careful. It's a minefield out there. But if you take your time and you make the right turns, things will get better. I'm thankful to those that didn't give up on me when I gave up on myself. I'm thankful to those that loved me when I didn't love myself. I'm thankful to my extended family who was there for me, who dug me out of the darkest times, and I mean the darkest times, who held me up and said, I refuse to let you fail. It's a powerful thing when you've given up on yourself and you have someone in your corner still rooting still helping you, still pushing you because they see what you don't see. They did that for me. And I want to do that for you. I want to be here. I want you to know that we are here. The team is here as a unit to help anybody listening at any time with whatever we can. We just want to help. We want to make the world a better place. We want to let veterans know that it's okay to come home, that there's nothing to fear here. 
and that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out. Break that mentality that says you're weak if you do. Let's break the stigma together. You know, one story at a time, one episode at a time, whatever the case may be. Let's do what we have to do to save each other. Because we're losing too many men and women. One is too many. One is too many. I understand those demons are there. I know they're nipping at your heels. I know it. Listen, there's somebody listening right now saying you don't understand the pain. It burns. It hurts sometimes. I understand. I understand how bad it can burn. How deep it can hurt. And how lonely it can feel. But you gotta look up. That's all you gotta do. And we'll take care of the rest. But care enough. Love yourself enough. To pick that head up. Stick that hand out. And ask for help. Eliminate people around you that aren't good for you. Eliminate things in your life around you that aren't good for you, whatever it may be, substance, anything. Get rid of it and see what changes. See if I was lying. See if your life doesn't get instantly better. It will. And to go full circle and what this was all about is to love yourself. Love yourself, appreciate yourself, respect yourself. Because you deserve it. We've been beaten down too long. And it's time for us to take the power back. I thank you guys so much for listening. I understand that this was a different type of episode, but I felt it was an important one because in having these conversations, a lot of the stories you hear have to do with the things that other people have done to us and the things that other people have done that affect us. And I just want to remind you that no other individual decides what you're worth. You decide. I'm thankful to you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you. I hope that this episode did some good. I hope that it reached somebody that it needed to. You know, I apologize if if you were expecting something different and you didn't get that. But I believe this is an important episode and an important message that needs to be said. So I thank you guys again so much. Cannot wait to do it again. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Put the Stress Down Podcast and on Twitter at PTSD Pod. We'll see you soon. Thank you. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.